0: Welcome to Soul of Wit, a brief interview series with Nebraska Shakespeare artists. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Who are you?
1: Oh, gosh. Great question. (laughs) Who's to say? (laughs) Um, Hi, Uh, my name is Bianca Phipps. She, her, hers. I play Amelia in Othello. Uh, I'm an Aquarius. Uh, an
0: Enneagram two? What else do you want to know? Great, that's great. That's, <laughs> stop telling us things because you're, ah. you're ruining the interview. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, first of all, you win hands down already this interview of all the interviews because A, you use your pronouns. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much for that. Of course. And uh, B, you brought me pie. Bianca brought me a piece of cherry <laughs> pie on a plate with a fork to this interview uh, it was made by Joan, who is um, housing some of our actors. She's a delightful woman. We're so, so, so thankful for her. Uh, and apparently makes delicious pie. Yeah. So um, you win. We could just stop the interview now Great. and just say, Thank best so interview much. ever. If, we're not going to. <laughs> if everything was so easy. <laughs> so we're going to start with an introduction. Great. Uh, five things. Okay. Not any of the things not you just told us have already said. Okay. Five other things that we need to know about you before we listen to this interview. Okay. Um, I'm getting over a cold right now, so I don't always sound like this. One. Uh, I
1: get really nervous, and so I put a lot of pauses in between my words when I'm trying to figure out what to say. <laughs> Two. Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of jargon jumbling around in my brain right now. <laughs> Three. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I haven't had coffee for like 28 days, so like, forgive me if I'm a little slow on the uptake. Four. Um, and I really
0: love to talk. Five. <laughs> Five five things, things. five things, five things, five things, five things. things. Jargon is jumbling around in your brain right now. What is jumbling around in your brain?
1: Well, before we started this interview, we were having a really lovely discussion on...
0: Which I didn't record any of it, and I feel terrible. Well, that's fine. It was a private
1: conversation. Nobody gets to know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were just having a really delightful conversation about the play specifically, and Amelia as a character within the framework of the play. So like, now my brain is just like... Mm. And there's just so much that I want to talk about, but it's all its still float, floating around. around. It hasn't yeah. like aligned yet to right. like actual thoughts.
0: Yeah. Uh, no coffee for the past 28 days. Yes. You are currently on our tour, which yes. I know you have really early mornings. Uh, why did you make that decision, and how are you doing <coughs> with that?
1: Yeah, uh, so 20-odd days ago, what is today, the, the 29th? doesn't yes. matter. I'm not going to do math. Uh, <laughs> some time ago, uh, I decided to join... Katie Becker-Clone, who plays Iago, and Anna Jordan, who plays Rodriga and Bianca, uh, on a 30-day challenge mm-hmm. that was basically like, what if you eliminated all of the foods that hurt you mm. and, like, ate a vegetable every now and then? Occasional. An <laughs> occasional like, vegetable diet. Just like if you looked at a leaf and, like, thought about putting it in your body. Great. And I was like, well, why not? And also, it's like, what if you had a protein shake for breakfast every day, which is great because I have a... A lot of trouble figuring out what to eat for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I have to eat breakfast. And I have to eat breakfast. You showed like eight AM. Right. Yeah. And so it's nice to be to be able to like make something that takes five minutes mm-hmm. when we have a six thirty van call yeah. and just like slurp it down. Yeah. How's your energy level? Great. Yeah. I don't feel as tired as I normally do and I think it's because I'm not weighed down by bread all the time. <laughs> Although I right before we started this 30 day challenge, I did eat a piece of olive Focaccia bread. From Did you free get it from Fiend and Four?
0: four? Oh yes. my god! Is was, that the best bread yes. you've ever had in your literally life? The Please size. sponsor <laughs> this interview series, Fiend and Four, and give us I'm bread. I'm begging you.
1: It was literally the size of my face. <sighs> so good. And I ate the whole thing. Oh my god! It knocked me
0: right out. But Katie I'll doesn't tell you even why. like olives, and we went in there to get tea or something, and sure. they had like the free like yeah, bowl yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. pieces. We ate like half the bowl just standing there waiting for our tea to be done. She's like, I don't even like olives. And this is the best bread I've ever it's had. It's the best bread. Life. It's so good. It's the best bread. And also, like, this is homemade bread. It's like good yeah. ingredients. So, like, it's different than getting like Wonder Bread from the grocery store. Right. It's actually, you know, it's light and full food. Yeah, you mm. can <laughs> taste the time. You can taste the time. Free and for You can have she that to marketing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Question number one. Yes. Rehearse, repair, repeat. How do you repair after a tough rehearsal, or now that you're on tour, a tough day on tour? Good old nap. One. Uh, I like to drink a
1: lime LaCroix. Two. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I uh, try to decompress by, like, reading a book. Three. Um, I look at pictures of my cat.
0: (laughs) Four. Uh, And I watch mindless TV. Nice. Five things. Five things five things five things, five things, five things, five things, five things, five things. So I always like, as you're listing them, I was like, oh, that's a good one, I'll ask her about that. Oh, that's a good one, I'll ask her about that. And then if anyone ever mentions an animal ever, like it's that like goes right, to, right, to, the right list. to the top. So uh, let's talk about your cat. Mm. My sweet
1: baby. Um, her full name, name is <laughs> Lady Catlin Claire from Lost Joyce Byers Cabulet, Stoneheart. Uh, but we call her Catlin or Big Pharma. For short. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, she is a, a rescue animal. Um, my partner and I got her on our second anniversary. Mm. Oof. On our second anniversary. Uh, actually, right after we finished the RJ tour, mm-hmm. I flew home and then we went to go pick her out mm. like hours after I got back. Yes. Um, she is all black, she's an absolute monster. Uh, the first weekend we got her, she tried to eat my boyfriend's eyeball while we were sleeping. <laughs> uh, we kept her. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, I miss her so much. She's mm-hmm. like the jankiest little cat, but she's so cute. I sometimes, some my, my favorite thing to, to, to do is like sometimes I'll look at Catlin uh, from across the room, and I like to ask her if she's a person trapped in a cat body. Mm-hmm. She always winks. Always. I think oh, she... Mm -hmm. I think she knows. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great.
0: Books. So you read when you have a tough rehearsal um, or after a tough rehearsal. What are you reading right now?
1: Um, I'm actually reading a book called I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter by Erica Sanchez, Mm. um, which is very exciting. I think I'm allowed to talk about this. Um, My next project after this uh steppenwolf which is a theater in chicago oh it's okay nobody listens to this great right. <laughs> sorry john barry <laughs> uh steppenwolf which is a theater back in my hometown of chicago is doing uh, a play adaptation of this book mm. for their like theater for young adults mm. series mm-hmm. um, and i'm understudying one of the characters hell yeah you are about. that's fantastic yeah i can't wait um and it's it's really great because i've just started the book Um, And it's all told from the perspective of the youngest daughter, Julia, whose older sister, Olga, just died. Like, was hit by a semi-truck. Absolute accident. Mm -hmm. And so she's trying to figure out, like, she spends the night in her sister's bedroom and discovers lingerie. And is, like, surprised that her, like, tight-knit older sister who, like, didn't go to college and stayed at home would have lingerie. And so she's like now on a quest to like find out who her sister was.
0: It reminds me of She Kills Monsters. Yeah,
1: yes, I yes. I love that. And I don't know this for sure, mm-hmm. but like I started reading the book and I was like, I think this girl's gay. Sure. Because, yeah. you know, so it was just like a little radar that went mm. off in my head, but I was like, huh. So I'm understudying the track that plays the older sister that's dead mm-hmm. and then the best friend that is like kind of like the fun, crazy girl. Very cool. Yeah. So I'm
0: excited. So that's what I'm reading right now. I love that. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank and you. Next question, because we just talked about books. Five books that you have read in your lifetime oh God. that has changed you as an artist. Okay. The Book Thief. One. Easy. Uh, um, uh,
1: there's this book called Peluda by Melissa Lozada Alipa. 2 we It'll do that one. Um, 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 oh my god, what books have I read? I suddenly forget all (laughs) books that have ever existed. I'm going to say something dumb like the Bible, but I don't want to say that. Three! count now!
0: Uh, uh, Corduroy. Four. Uh, and, um, the Nancy Drew series. Five. Five things. Five things, five things, five things, five things. 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 Have you read the Bible? (laughs) Not start to finish. Because if you had, I would be really impressed. I mean,
1: like, so I grew up in a, I grew up, my dad used to be a youth pastor. Mm. So I am, am well acquainted with yes. with the Bible. But I yes. have, sorry dad, not
0: picked up a Bible in a couple months. But also, like, maybe it hasn't, reading all the way through it, but the fact that this book exists in our community, in our culture, in yeah. our society, like, of course it has affected you as an artist. Like, the the Well, it's fascinating, stories, like, the, the stories like, and the mm-hmm. tropes, and even as a child. Mm. I would only read the
1: books of the Bible that were about women. Hmm. Because I was like, well, if I can't be in it, then, like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, Ruth and Esther are, like, two books that, like, I could Mm -hmm. probably still, without having read them in a couple years, like, tell you the stories of, Mm -hmm. just because they were so influential on me
0: growing up as a child. Have you read any of the apocryphal works? Uh Uh-uh. Like, The Gospel According to Mary? Oh. 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 Yeah, it's, um, oh, man, this has been a very long time since I've read any of this. Um... But there's uh, Mary, there's Judas, and there's one other one that are like they weren't indoctrinated into the canon, so they're like the apocryphal part of it. Sure. Um, and Mary's is really beautiful, like the mother, uh, Mary Magdalene. Oh, uh, even uh-huh. better. Yeah, yeah. Book thief. Oh. Number one book. Number one of book your life. Of
1: my life. Um, why? Okay. So I I think that this is I don't think I know that this is the book <laughs> that made me want to be a writer.
0: It is... I put down my fork. I was going to take <laughs> a bite of pie, and she said that sentence, and I put down my pie fork, is how important it's, that sentence was. It is like... Because you're a
1: beautiful writer. Thank you. I really appreciate that. The Book Thief is uh, It's a historical fiction. It takes place in World War II. It follows this girl named Liesl, uh, who is adopted into uh, a family that lives in Germany. Um, and... I think everybody should read this book. Mm. I think it is absolutely beautiful. It's told from the perspective of death, and like, oh my god, every time I read that book, I weep. How Even many though, times have you read it? Oh, like seven or eight times. Mm. And I, um. Do you find something new, like every time? Oh yeah, I think I think every time I go back to it, because I am always older, because that's how time works. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that I, because <laughs> it keeps moving forward, uh, despite uh, everyone is dying everyone is the moment dying. they're born. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Every, I think every time that I come back to it, I find something new that, like, is more relevant to me now mm. as an older person than it was when I was, like, 15 and reading it for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the voices that you are hearing in the background, we are currently in a delightful Crane Coffee. It? Thank you so much, I'm Crane here. Coffee, for letting oh, us sit here it. and uh, drink some tea and have a conversation. But there are other people okay. that are ordering beverages, so that's what you're hearing in the background, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Um, corduroy. Yeah. Why do you love corduroy? Oh, my God, it's the sweetest tale. It's
1: just a bear looking for a button, and he lives in a mall. And, like, that was my dream as a child, was to live in a mall. It's heartwarming. It's very heartwarming. I think it might have been, like, the first
0: book that I learned how to
1: read by myself.
0: Oh, sure, yeah. Like one of those. Mm -hmm. Mine was Cookie Monster and the Cookie Tree, Ooh. (laughs) which explains a lot. (laughs) It's a golden book. Yeah. It is a cookie monster, the cookie monster, versus a tree that producing cookies and antics ensue. A- oh, yeah. yeah. The antics. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cookies, we'll go on to our third question. Uh, you provided me pie. Yes. Which is why you win the interview series. Yes. Um, what are five snacks you wish I would have provided for you for this interview? Oh, snickerdoodles. One. Uh, uh, popcorn. Two. Uh, a churro from Disney World.
1: Three. <laughs> which is a tall order, but. Uh, uh, mini corn dogs. Four.
0: And. Uh, Cool play. Five. five, five things. things. Five things. Five things. Five things. Five things, things. things. What about churros are better from Disney World? I mean, everything's better in okay. Disney World, but like, so, what about it?
1: <laughs> I get a lot of flack for this mm-hmm. uh, because I say that the best part of Disney World is the churros, and my <laughs> my boyfriend Sam, who may or may not listen to this interview, <laughs> is always like, "But surely there are other things at Disney World that are better than churros." And for those of you that that don't know mm-hmm. what a churro is, like, I don't know that it's just like it's like fried dough Mm -hmm. and it's rolled in cinnamon and sugar Uh it's delicious yeah at disney world everything is better because they have so much is it shaped
0: like mickey no it's just a it It could be that's a missed opportunity i
1: mean if they
0: Uh uh-huh they did a little twist 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 in Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah,
1: that would be just delicious and the real thing is is that i have not had a churro at disney world since the last time i was at at disney world and I will, I will admit this, that this memory may be influencing my experience with the churros at Disney World. My, the summer, either before or after my sophomore year of high school, uh-huh. my dad drove me and my two little brothers from San Antonio, Texas to Orlando, Florida, mm-hmm. which is like a 7,000 hour drive. Yes, We stayed in this really cheap motel. We bought all of our Disney World tickets off of Craigslist. So they were, like, 60 bucks. Right. Uh, and then we went into Disney World, and my dad turned to the three of us and was like, you can have whatever you want. Like, if you're hungry, we can get food here. If you want a sweatshirt, we can get sweatshirts. We're going to buy ears. Like, whatever you want. It was, like, a huge deal. Yes. Because, like, yeah. when you grow up as a poor kid, like, so you're constantly like, what is the cheapest thing that I can have Right, when we have food at home? Right. And so for my dad and to be like, like
0: sneak food into amusement parks and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for
1: my dad to be like, you can have anything anything you want was like mm. it was like the world opened up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> we would nuts. Not of really course. though, because like we were still like very conscious
0: of spending mm-hmm. money, but like, yeah, I had a and it was the best thing in the world. Mm. Next question. I- you are playing Amelia. Yes. On this tour. Yes. And before the conversation that I didn't record, that was beautiful, um, we're talking about uh, <coughs> the choices that Amelia makes in the play. Um, five sentences oh. that you wish Amelia could speak sometime during the course of the story of Othello. Okay. Uh.
1: I have a handkerchief and I gave it to Iago, but she's gonna give it right back, I promise. <laughs> One. <laughs> uh, hey, what if you like stopped hanging out with the fellow all the time and like paid attention to me, your wife? Two. Two. Uh, hey Desdemonin, maybe you shouldn't sleep in your own bedroom tonight, because your wife is like super angry, like come crash in my house? Three. Uh, Cassio's dumb and I would never hook up with him, so like, why are you so jealous? Nice. <laughs> Four. And uh, I'm not a babysitter.
0: Nice. Five. Five things, five things, five things, five things, five things. 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 I'm not a babysitter. Yeah. Who would you say that to? Like, everybody. You're babysitting
1: everybody. I'm babysitting the whole, the only reason Amelia is, like, Mm -hmm. there is so that she can, like, make sure Desdemonions doesn't, like, fall into, like, a ravine or something. It's really, it's, He's constantly falling in ravines. (laughs) He's just in constant danger. It's like, you know, they're like, watch over your children, because, like, they
0: can drown in two inches of water, like that. Like, like uh, what are the animals that'll just, like, if one goes off the cliff, they'll all go off the a cliff? A lemming. Lemmings, yes. 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 Desdemona
1: is <laughs> a, it's lemming. a little lemming. And Amelia is like a sheepdog. Yeah. Like, I'm just there to, like, make sure that, like, mm-hmm. the kids don't get in trouble. Yeah. Which is, like, fun, because it's like a free vacation to Cyprus, yeah. and, like, just um, hanging out with my best friend. Okay. But, like, there is a moment, I'm backstage for this, when, like, Othello tells Iago, he's like, let thy love, Amelia watch Desdemona, and I always want to be like, why? It's a full-grown man. <laughs> take,
0: take care it. of himself. Probably do but himself. I mean, clearly but cannot. <laughs> can't. can't. Definitely needs your help. Um, a lot of those statements were um, advice yeah. for action yeah. for other people. Uh, outside of the fact that Amelia just doesn't have those lines, Shakespeare didn't write those lines for her, Right. why do you think she doesn't give those pieces of advice. Uh,
1: I think because Amelia's in a position in which nobody has ever asked her opinion, mm-hmm. and so like she, I spend a lot of time on stage like observing, and so I I understand a lot of what is happening. And in my brain, Amelia is like very salt of the earth, like knows a lot about humans and like how they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but is certainly of a lower status, I think, than most people in the play, so she just doesn't ask for very much because, like, she's never been offered the opportunity to, and I don't think, like,
0: knows how. Okay, uh, final question, five alternative titles for the program, Shakespeare on Tour. Shaking and bacon. <laughs> one. Uh, Uh, Wheels on wheels on wheels on wheels. (laughs) Two.
1: (laughs) Vroom, vroom. Here comes that play. (laughs) Three. (laughs) I like that one. Uh, Buckle up, kids. It's time to get your world rocked. Four. (laughs) Shakespeare would be rolling over in his grave. If you could see us now. Five things. Five things, five things, five things, five things.
0: things. Five things. Shakespeare would be rolling over in his grave. If you could see us right now. I like that one. I think it is appropriate for uh, understanding the liberties that we take with Shakespeare text, so yeah. we shorten the play, and we this version changed pronouns and character uh, gender of characters, but also I kind of think that he would really love it.
1: Yeah, I think that he would not mind, like the the like, reverence not the right word, but
0: like yes, a oh, reverent. I love a reverent. Yeah, but like yeah, the
1: reverent yeah. way in which like we approach his text today, which is to say that like it is like a roadmap. We've gotten this question a couple times, not in in so many words, but like. But like what do you think Shakespeare would think of the play? Mm. And it's like important to remember like the context of history. It's like similar to like when people ask like what would the founding fathers think if they oh, heard totally. who were like trying to take away guns. And would be mm-hmm. like, well first of all the founding fathers would be like, you don't have syphilis? Like <laughs> look at all your teeth. Like how'd you get away with that? Like there's like a lot of stuff that they would have to get through. Also like he probably also wouldn't care because he'd be like they're just plays. Right. Plays are literally fake. Mm-hmm. Do what you want with them. Right. to tell the story that you need to tell. Mm-hmm. Which I think is the most important thing about theater. Like, if we're not telling the stories we need to tell because we're, like, afraid of... because we're being too precious with text that's 400 years old, mm-hmm. then, like,
0: we're doing a, a disservice and we shouldn't be doing it. Right. And I think... I think he was taking his current situation and current society into account. And yeah. so I think we totally understand. It's like, oh, there's some... Some challenging things happening in your community right now. Probably should insert that into this play and have a talk about it because that's important to do. Mm Right. So yeah,
1: like you have to, like if Shakespeare allowed himself to learn and change, yes, from the people and the women
0: around him, Mm -hmm. then like we should be willing to do the same. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for the pie. I devoured it. (laughs) Your entire interview.